Hello, hello, wellness warriors. Welcome back for another episode, another opportunity to amplify the wellness warrior that lives within. And I'm so excited. On today's episode, we have a guest, a fellow holistic mama, someone who is out there you know, really serve in the light or the the world with her light. Let me say that more appropriately. And such a beautiful human. Um, um, and I say mama for every woman because she's birthing so much. She's creating so much beauty in this world and bringing in her expertise. And so I'm excited to have a conversation with Catherine today. And she is going to share more about what she brings forth in the way of the chakra system and how she is you know, really elevating others through that conversation. So we're going to bring a little bit of it here today because the chakras are something that are so important and have been so vital in my healing and becoming connected to and understanding the system that lives within me. It's divine ability to create, you know, alignment, to be uh, altered by my breath, by my visualizations, to be nourished by the food choices that I have, to be able to be explored, to understand past traumas and stuck energy. And so these are important, important, vital, you know, often forgotten systems of our body. And I'm so excited to walk with her during this episode as we welcome you to take a deeper look at what lies within you. So Catherine, I'd love to begin first with you just giving an introduction of the beautiful human that you are and uh, let our episode or let our listeners know what we are going to cover in this episode. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Catherine. Um, I'm the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. And I honestly consider myself a um, alchemist. I don't um, really consider myself a coach. Uh, I've been centered in energy and breaking blocks since a very young age. Um, I'm naturally intuitive, which for some people is kind of like, you know, they're still kind of like, what's an intuitive? Like, what does that mean? So my whole purpose is to bring really that energy work into the everyday practices of many people, because in all honesty, it's something that can help balance out shifts of energy that many of us have as we're moving throughout our days. So um, that's, that's kind of like my main thing. And um, I structure most of my practices on the three modalities that I use, which are the chakra system, tarot, and also astrology. So with those three is a combined element of different types of energy that I really use with helping people. And I love that you mentioned foods because a lot of times when I am working with somebody on aligning their chakras um, in an everyday practice, we actually incorporate the foods of the chakras and introduce ways to actually make it become a lifestyle because so many people and no, no, uh, <laughs> no, you know, no disrespect to anybody who practices Reiki, but you have to understand that this is a lifestyle. This isn't just like I'm going to a 30 minute Reiki session and they're going to clear my chakras. No, it's, it's not like that. It's not the same 
concept as going to the nail shop, getting your nails done, and then you look pretty and leaving. It's an everyday practice. What are you doing every day to clear your chakras? And what are you doing every day to release that energy? So that's kind of my thing. And Thanks for having me. I'm so grateful to be on. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I am loving that. I'm loving that, uh, that share. And also that, you know, the way you framed that, the way we can consider um, how often or how we view fueling the system that lives within us, right? Because again, it would be like any part of our system. We don't want to take care of our bodies just sometimes. And so the chakra system is with us from the moment <laughs> before we're even earthside. It is truly with us uh, from the moment of inception and and exists beyond the earthly realm in many beliefs, right? And so I, I love that you talked about it and anyone that's ever worked one-on-one with me or been in any of my mentorships, they know that my daily morning ritual is part of my meditation. Is, and it's what I share with our community is to close my eyes and ask my higher sources to show me where my energy systems are. And they that is delivered through a light, through a color. And that color is attributed to a chakra. And that chakra has a whole, you know, girth of foods that fuel it. And am I perfect? No chance in this world would I ever claim perfection about anything. But I strive to apply that regularly to make it a lifestyle. So I loved that you brought that forth. Thank you. So perfectly placed <laughs> in the Wellness Warrior Collective. Um, And so I'd love because you brought forth three different modalities, many would consider three different modalities or assessments um, is how I'll term those tarot. Then we also have the chakras. And then you also talked about astrology. And so, um, you know, I don't want to guide this conversation to have to be about chakras because I really did bring you on a guest as a guest to explore because of, you know, the way you're walking in this conversation. But I don't know that everyone is clear. You know, I wanted to be sure we clearly defined that those are three separate bodies or beliefs or sciences or however, again, we want to bundle uh, the label around those. And yet you are finding a way as I'm learning to really bring them together and honor them in, I'll just, I'll term it an elevated or amplified practice. So um, if you'd like to give a brief, you know, for the listeners, brand new babies, again, we strive. I know this is a, a snapshot. We call them snack size episodes. So we can always have you back to unpack and uncover more. And listeners, listen up. If you want to hear more from Catherine, you know what to do. Hit us up in the DMs. Make sure you email us at hello at wellnesswarriorcollective.com. Let us know her episode resonated with you and we'll have her back. Let us know if there's something you want her to further unpack and we'll simply reach out and see if we can snag some more time. But Catherine, I'd love to hand it over to you for those three modalities and then sharing with us the tie together, if you will. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So for those, you know, who know that the chakra system is a philosophy and practice that originated in India with the Hindi population. It was um, westernized as the yogis back in like the 1960s and even to the 1930s, there was a, I believe his name was Carl Gung. He went and he started to establish these philosophies in the Americas. So basically what it is, is that we have seven energy sources 
practices that live within us. I don't practice the chakras in the hands or the feet um, just because I want people to be centered on the seven main. The seven main chakras are really up the midline. They are exclusive to the energy of what each chakra resembles. But what most people don't understand is that the chakras have different elements of energy at different times. The word chakra actually means spinning wheel, but some people actually see it as a spinning spear. It really does not matter. It's how you visualize this energy within you. So the seven main are your root, your sacral, your solar plex, your heart, your throat, and your third eye, and then eventually your crown. Each of these has its own element. Its element stands out from fire, water, air, breath. So as long as you understand the chakras at a at its full capacity, you can see that these elements is basically the same elements of the universe. The universe resembles the earth, the fire, the air. Same with astrology. Astrology is a wheel of where the planets and certain zodiacs align at certain times. All of these resemble a same trait, air, earth, water, and so on. So when you understand at certain times, you have certain planetary alignments that create these combunctions of air, water, and different alignments, same as the chakras, you can use those to balance certain chakras at different times. For instance, we're currently in Virgo season, right? Virgo. Yay <laughs> to all the Virgo. I have a birthday yay. coming, so I'm celebrating for myself. <laughs> right. for those, they can't right. hear us, so you guys just so you know, I threw my hands up and cheered for myself. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Virgos are basically an earth element, right? They are an earth sign. So during this season, we have to look at what is the world doing? What is the world transitioning? The world has a lot of transits that's resembling that earth element. So this would be a perfect time that we would work on our root chakra, which is centered around the earth, around bringing that nature into the home, using it for rituals, practices, clearing your covens, whatever it is that you decide to actually do, but bringing it into an area where it is centered around the earth and centered around that element of the root chakra. The root chakra, of course, for those who know, most of the traits and blocks were actually developed in a very young age, which is actually actually while you were in womb, the virgin sign of the Virgo rec- resembles that virgin, that, that motherly goddess, that virgin energy. So that is a perfect time for you to heal your feminine wounds as well, which is all connected to your root chakra. I use tarot because a lot of people will want to ask me for a 45-minute reading or a 45-minute session. Tarot to me is just a beautiful way to incorporate all of that. I usually, as I am a natural intuitive Usually what ends up happening is when I'm pulling cards, I will get certain messages and downloads and I'll have to ask people, so who is the Aries in the room? And then they will say to me, oh, I can't believe you realized that my ex-boyfriend is an Aries because I'm picking up that energy that an Aries somehow implemented this person's life and that's why they're with me today. So there's certain things that... I use for certain reasons. I love 
the simplicity of tarot that you can just pull a card and receive a message. Um, and then the more cards you pull, the more the story unravels and you really see what this person's energy is speaking to you at the moment. Um, that's how I use tarot. I know a lot of people use tarot just, you know, for learning different areas of, um, where they might want to transition their energy to. But in all actuality, when I am working with people on like a, one-on-one center. It's usually through the chakra system. I've done an introduction to the chakras and also an in-depth series of the chakras where people have been able to really learn what the chakra means, what it looks like to have a depleted, blocked, or excessive chakra. A lot of people don't even understand what is an excessive chakra. So learning to honestly know what each energy of the chakra resembles is really how I use this energy to help people kind of find their path that brings them to an area where they can be either a little bit more calm or a little bit more assertive, depending on what their main goals are. I I mean, I love that. And I hope everyone, and I'm, I'm betting that people are like, okay, Whew, that was a lot. So you guys, guess what you have? The opportunity to hit rewind and re-listen. You can circle back because she dropped the golden nuggets in there. She explained the seven chakras of our body. She explained the elements and how the interconnectedness of astrology to our beautiful chakras really can be interconnected and how she's using her tarot cards and how she sees those as a source or a way of communicating deeper messaging or hearing greater insight for their prompting. So if you guys missed any parts of that, I know because when we are excited and she's got a lot to share and we're trying to get it in. So we're, we're excited for her shares. <laughs> But I know also in time it can go, if it's brand new, it's okay if that felt a little over your head. I invite you to circle back and listen again and and be okay with the fact that it may take more than one listen. So all of that is beautiful. And for some people, especially someone brand new, which is where I strive to put myself in the place of when I was brand new, where when I didn't know about these things. And so... With If someone heard all of that, maybe this is their first time with uh, any conversation around the chakra, or maybe they're already have worked with me and they're regularly addressing and assessing their chakras and, and in, you know, thinking about how do I fuel these or what is coming up? How do I nourish them? Maybe what's overexpanded, but I'd love for you to drop some tips. What would you invite someone that it, to, you know, what are some of your things you have found the most impactful or the best tips that you're using within your own practice um, or your favorite learnings that have elevated you? I'd love to hand it back to you for some of those for our listeners. Yeah. So some of my favorite learnings, because the chakra system is, it is in an area where it's simple but it's complex, right? And the reason why it's simple and complex all at the same time is because you have to look at the energy cycle of the chakras. So a lot of people see them as spinning wheels, but when I actually, I guess, describe them to people, I would describe them as cups. 
You have seven main cups. They all have energy in them, right? These seven main cups, you want them to be balanced. You want them to be at this level of flow where the water will come up, drip back down, and it will have this cycle of a constant and consistent flow. At certain moments in our life and certain times, our chakras will become either depleted, blocked, or excessive. For instance, if you have a cup on the bottom and let's say it barely has any water, what can happen? That cup will not be able to bring energy to the higher chakras. The higher chakras will be eliminated from that energy source because the cup on the bottom is screaming and saying, give me more energy, give me more energy. I'm so depleted. I'm so depleted. You then cannot quench your thirst. You then cannot release that energy because it's stuck at the bottom. If you have a cup that is excessive, this cup is so excessive that it is basically filling over the water. The water is just filling over everywhere. The water is going to the higher chakras. The higher chakras are taking this energy because the cup is like, I can't keep up. I have so much energy. Let it spill out. But this Lower chakras are either getting overfilled as well, or they are just getting drips and drizzles. So many times you will see people who have, for instance, let's say a depleted or blocked root chakra, sometimes might have an excessive solar plex. And the reason why is because that area is empty. All the energy is in one section. So with an excessive solar plex, you might be experiencing areas of jittiness, assertiveness, where it's almost aggressive. You might be really living in that ego self and you haven't had that time to bring down that energy to become centered in the root self. So everything's ego, ego. You might be very confident and a lot of people don't understand. Excessive solar plex isn't always a bad thing, but when it is starting to affect your relationship and your daily practices, that's when you need to take that energy out. Because you could be a CEO, you could be an amazing leader, right? You could be like running this badass business and you're like, yes, I am this person. I am in this ego state. But where you're seeing it affect is the heart chakra, the root chakra, most likely. The sacral chakra is probably excessive as well. So it really depends on that energy. My tip would be what components at your life really right now are affecting you every day because those are the chakras you're going to want to look at. Is it an area where maybe you feel like you need to build your self-esteem, right? Maybe that's the area that you need. Maybe you're stuck in your procrastinations and you have all these energy blocks where you keep saying, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast I really am. I, 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 I am, I am going to start a podcast. A year goes by, another year goes by, another year goes by, and nothing happens. That's a deficient solar plex. Maybe you're saying, hmm, 
you know, <laughs> I need to lose some weight. Oof, I need to lose some weight, but I just can't right now because you know why? <laughs> I feel good when I'm sitting on my couch and I'm eating my food and I'm snuggly in my blanket and I'm not going to go outside and go running. It's cold. I'm not going to take a walk. It's freezing. That is an excessive root chakra. So you have to look at what areas of your life are affecting you right now that you want to change. You want to implement different change in. Look at those areas and I'm going to tell you, each of those areas is related to a chakra. Mm. I love that. You guys, you heard it here. And now you know without question that you can take a deep look. Of course, there's so much deeper to go. This was like not even etching the surface of what uh, the chakra system is capable of opening up and allowing us the opportunity to expand into, to become curious about, to really get excited about the shifts or changes that we get to choose if we want to make and the, then celebrate when we do. And so this is a, a space that you all know, we say it is an invitation. Try it on for size. If it feels like a good fit, set it aside if it does not. But it is an opportunity we all have to expand. I want to say to Catherine, thank you so much for your wisdom. I know there's snapshot episodes and we do that so our listeners can truly get it in and be inspired on a short trip to the grocery store or um, a quick run in the gym. So we appreciate you and your wisdom. And you guys, you'll be able to check down below in the show notes. You'll get a link to where you can find Catherine on all social platforms if you'd like to follow up, if there's something that she said, if you want to get more into uh, anything that she's doing, if you want to go find the podcast, you'll be able to locate it all there. So of course, she goes into this and much more and at a much deeper level <laughs> on chakras and cuss words. Uh, so you can be sure that you can dig deep deeper if you would like. I'd also, I love to leave everyone with an actionable step, something that could be applied even if they never step into maybe what has been, you know, discussed or um, maybe it's not well understood, but what's something that you could do right now that would make a positive impact on your chakras. And I want us all to consider wherever we are if you're in a place where you can put both feet on the ground, please do. If you're driving behind the wheel of a car, you can simply just center more in your seat, shift your booty back, get those sit bones really in connection with the seat. If you're seated or maybe you even are lying down, really take a moment and I encourage us all to close our lips. I won't be doing this alongside of you because I'm going to keep speaking, but I invite you to close your lips and to breathe through your nose a little more slowly. And you can add length to this. You can add a pause at the top or bottom. You can do box breathing. You can do fire breath. But the reality is that we were given the tool to align our chakras without the involvement of any other person. It was our first gift given Earthside, as I say all the time, and will be our final gift before we exit the earth plane. It is our breath. So you guys, our chakras, as Catherine shared with us, are down the center of our body as our vagus nerve is also there. And so when we breathe and when we center on deeper belly breaths, expanding and 
filling our lungs with more oxygen and being more of a roar on exhale. The more that we do that, we create alignment without effort. And so there are so many other ways and tools that we can start to apply as she talked about nourishment, as she talked about, you know, exploring what is coming up or maybe what are some hindrances in our lives that can allow us to more deeply diagnose and explore where could I amplify, but know that you need nothing more than the breath you were born with to be able to start creating coherence, alignment, and true confidence in this chakra system being part of us and something we can lean on always. So we know here in this uh, in this community and this podcast intention, we are hoping that we have brought something forth to amplify the wellness warrior within you. We hope to have you back and also on all of the platforms, follow us, Wellness Warrior Collective there. Be sure that you are in the community, in the Facebook community. In fact, we're super excited. I know I'm super excited, actually. I'm super excited because I have the Chakra 101 uh, texting blitz that is available. So down below in the show notes, be sure. For those that maybe Catherine's description was moving quickly and you want a little image of each one of these chakras, you can find them online as well. But I give a little description and share a little bit about how they have impacted me. And so be sure to check the show notes. You can uh, text chakras to the phone number below, and I'll be happy to send those out to you. And again, Catherine, Catherine, thank you so much for your time and your space. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we close out today? No, thank you for having me. Mm, Well, thank you for coming. Thank you. And we hope to see you again soon. Warriors, head on out into this beautiful world, into whatever today brings for you and know that we have what lives within us. It was always ours. And so we have this great, great opportunity to continue to expand, understand, and amplify it all. And we're grateful to be doing it alongside of you. We'll catch you next episode. Have a great one. Goodbye.